I'm your host Santos with Onkar Indalkar from Solutions 8. He's a Google Ads strategist and we are here to help you level up with Google Ads. I'm sorry we are late by a couple of minutes but we will as always go extra time and cover all of the questions that we can get. All right Onkar so Black Friday how was it for your clients? Sorry I uh I I think you echoed or I I have YouTube opened on my Oh okay okay. At the top so was, it just echoes. Can, can you repeat the question? I was saying that how was the Black Friday for your clients? Yeah it was pretty good. So for one client we actually saw 10x jump like a 10x. 10x Not jump? Not 10x. I will say 8x. Uh so yeah it, and uh yeah and, and for most of our clients yeah it was it was pretty good. And what kind of offer did you run uh, that night? Like 20% off, 30% off that's all. Like we didn't give like 80%, 90% off. It was nice. like a regular offer. Uh it was not like mind boggling like 90% off. Awesome. And did you see a yeah. lift in ROAS as well? Yep. We we saw that and uh, mo- on most of our clients we we saw that. But now after like it's it's really important to see how our Google Ads will perform after uh Cyber Monday ends. <laughs> Yeah, that's the real test. Everything will just go down. Now, now you've created a milestone that the clients would expect that okay, yep. if Solution Side can do <laughs> this much sales and at this ROAS, nope. why can't they do it post Black Friday? Great. So, uh, just like on the top level, what was the strategy uh, for the client that saw 10x jump in sales and I think some uh, lift mm. in ROAS as well? Yeah. So what we actually did was we created Pmax asset groups for Black okay. Friday. Mm-hmm. And we created them like 3 4 days prior to Black Friday. Okay. Uh, and and most of our clients they were running like the promotion for like a week prior to Black Friday. Now I think it's the trend like no one waits till Black Friday to exactly. unveil their offer and all that. So uh we were seeing a jump and on on Black Friday we saw a lot of like orders. so i created a a remarketing campaign uh with like uh black friday offers then okay uh the most sorry the uh the most important thing we did was we created a asset group and we targeted all the black friday uh, audiences as an audience signal inside right. pmax campaign and that worked really well like awesome. if we compare uh with the other uh with the other Uh, asset groups it performed like 10x wow so that's yeah. great hmm. awesome but you did not make any changes to the existing campaigns correct uh no no we just created a asset group and then we will pause it after cyber monday and okay. uh the next question will be like if you pause that performing asset groups the performance will tank right so what right. we are doing in those accounts where we are seeing like uh 50x jump uh, sorry 100 100% uh conversion boost or 100 200% conversion boost there we are using seasonality adjustment so google will take care of of that season like google will know that hey the season is ending on monday so let's bring our bids down let's stop going after those customers great and how do you do the seasonality uh, adjustment for our viewers uh so Okay I I will just explain you and and I think you have to like go in there and find out, find it yes, out yes, but exactly it's yeah. uh you have to click on tools and settings under bit under audience insights you will see audiences sorry bit strategies and in there okay. you have to click on audience uh, advanced controls and there you will see seasonality adjustment and there what you have to do is just put what you expect from black friday let's say you are expecting that my conversion rate will increase from like 5% to 10% so put yes. that my conversion rate will increase from 5 to 10 uh, sorry by 100% yeah there and put a end date let's say your offer or black friday and cyber monday is ending on monday so put the date uh, like uh whenever you are starting the offer 
let's say it's Thursday, put Thursday as the start date, Monday as the end date, and Google will know that, hey, this offer is ending or this season is ending on Monday. And Google will, after that, Google will readjust it, uh, readjust itself. Uh, awesome. And, uh, yeah. Is this possible to do after, like, for example, somebody didn't mm-hmm. do it, didn't know about it. But after the promo has run, after the data is in, you cannot add readjust, right? You cannot tell Google uh, that they... We can add it, but I don't think it uh, it will help a lot because okay. Google has already built that audience into it, right? For uh, for like a week, Google mm-hmm. has gone uh, and and found that audiences uh, who are who might be interested in Black Friday offers. So Google will still go after that if you don't use that ad, uh, seasonality adjustment thing. Okay. It will take some time to like bring. Uh, it will take some time to Google. Uh, time for Google to learn that hey, uh, the conversion rates like the conversion rates has dropped, and after okay. a few days, Google will learn that hey, I think the conversion rates are not high as they were a few days back. So let's bring down the bed. So yeah, you will see, like four or five days, it's spending. It the campaigns will still spend the same budget, and it will not give us uh, give us like conversions that you were getting. Yep. Okay. Hey, I mean, by the way, uh, hello, welcome to to the podcast. Happy to see you here, brother. I mean, did you do any uh, separate campaign, any uh, Black Friday specific campaign, or just relied on the? asset groups on the pmax campaigns and obviously the promotion extension and the merchant promotion right yep we did that only because okay. most of our clients they didn't provide it as uh, good assets mm-hmm. so yeah we we can't uh, we were not able to run like youtube campaigns and other stuff so we just relied on dynamic remarketing pmax and gmc promotions i think this is one area where tier 11 is uh, it's sort of taking an advantage of our solution set mm. is that we have our own creative team. And yep. for the clients, we have created Mandate. Uh, we have done like an amazing job. The team has done an amazing job of doing the Black Friday Cyber Monday creatives, including those images for Facebook, Google Ads, and even videos for our clients. Mm. So, so great job team at uh, creative team at tier 11. Great job. You have better solution set in one department at least. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Is have you seen any any teething issues during the Black Friday sale for any of your clients? Any of your clients any teething issues like any problems that you have come across? Yeah. So most of our, uh, like for most of our clients, uh, f- for some of clients, uh, some of our clients we face that GMC promotions were disapproved and all that. So that's yeah. usual. Like that will happen. Uh, but I think uh, my team was prepared for it. So we instantly fixed that, uh, mm-hmm. fixed the issues. And second thing was now GMC imports, uh, like imports the promos automatically to GMC. Okay. No, sorry. Shopify imports all the promotions to GMC automatically. Yeah, yeah. Like the content API. Yeah. So the problem was that some customers uh they have a different offer for pos point of sale right right on right. on their store but with the shopify automatic import shopify was importing that uh coupon code or promo into gmc which was not applicable for online sales so yeah we we have we had to like uh review all the my- promotions I think it was my internet, but mm-hmm. oh my internet! Sorry, everybody. <laughs> I think my okay. it was my internet. I think you that, are back. That, yeah, I'm back. Okay. Sorry, everybody. My internet flipped. So go ahead, Onkar. I think you you said what what you were saying anyway, and I missed it. Hmm. So I was actually talking about the automatic import thing uh, that okay. Shopify is doing. Shopify is automatically mm-hmm. importing all the promos. So what happened for one of our clients is they were running a, a promo or a coupon for their point of sales, like their store uh, for their store specifically. It was not applicable for online store. Uh, 
or online I sales. See. But Shopify was importing that promo as well into the GMC. So we I had see. to review all the GMC accounts and we had to confirm that are you running this promo on the website? Yes or no. And then uh, we just removed all the promos which were not applicable. I see. I see. Yep. Uh, you know, a weird thing happened for a couple, couple of my clients and I didn't see that coming. So mm-hmm. one of the, like both of them actually, they ended up doing this. So instead of creating a promotion in Shopify, they created a sale price mm. to the extent of 20, 30%, whatever off. Technically, it is a discount that the customers are getting. But for Google Ads, for Google Merchant Center in particular, that is not a promo. And therefore, mm. the promotions, GMC promotions were disapproved. Yeah. And they were disapproved, you know, before we, we, we could, uh, you know, mend our ways. So for, mm. for, for one of the, my clients, uh, he, he was actually, he has been doing promotions that way. So he would mm. always go and create a sale price and assume that this is a promotion running on his store. And I knew this beforehand, so I was able to, you know, walk him through why this would not be a promotion and why he would not be able to run a promotion extension on Google Ads, uh, sorry, Google Merchant Center, and he was able to fix it. But for one of our other clients, they changed their strategy on the day itself. And it was like, by the time we, we figured, the day was over. So. <laughs> no, but I think, I think uh, Santosh... Uh the uh, the clients who are who decrease the price yeah. right so what google do is they fetch the sales price and yeah. in the shopping ad instead of your original price it uh, it puts a slash uh, yes. on your price and it shows the sales price so i think that's more effective i think so because uh, what happens is there are two types of GMC, uh, sorry, shopping ads you will see when you are running a promotion. One is when you give a, uh, when you run a GMC promotion inside GMC, when you put a GMC promotion in shopping ads, you will see the product, you will see the price. Let's say the price is $100 mm-hmm. and uh, through your coupon code, the price will uh, slash in half. Let's yes. let's say. So in that shopping ad, Google will show $100 as a price and in the bottom uh, of that shopping ad it will say use this coupon code to get 50% off okay. but if you slash the prices on the website itself yeah then in shopping ad it will show 100 sorry it will show 50% uh, sorry $50 and the $100 will be slashed so i think right. it's more effective and it might convert well so yeah i, I don't know but yeah, I, I faced this issue for one of our, one of our clients, yeah. and uh, then I looked uh, then I looked uh, the shopping ads from Isis from, and it was showing the sales price, and uh, yeah, it was clearly like fifty percent off. So yeah, we didn't had to I, like create GMC promotions in inside. GMC. I get it, I get it. But the thing is that if you if you are creating a GMC promotion. And if you're expecting that promotion to show up, mm, it will get yeah. disapproved because yeah. it's not a promotion in the eyes of Google mm. saying that this is not a promotion. Interesting thing happened. Uh, you know, that, by the way, you can actually create a promotion where you don't have to necessarily, uh, you know, make your prospects use the coupon code. Like it can be automatically applied on checkout. But technically for Shopify and for Google Merchant Center, it is still a coupon based promotion whether the coupon has to be entered manually or applied automatically. That's the thing. So, yeah, I think it, it would be a good test. Uh, um, next time when we, uh, next Saturday, let's see, let's see if we can come up with some insights on whether the sale price works better or actual promotion yeah. with or without coupon works better. Mm. So that would be a good learning, good insight. By the way, uh, Mahin, says thank you for sharing that seasonality just adjustment idea he just checked it and he found it good okay awesome great so everybody please prepare your questions and you can start dropping those questions we're discussing about black friday cyber monday sort of a recap of uh, how it went for our clients uh, respectively and if there are any learnings we can draw from that to 
be better prepared for the next promotion all right there was one more thing that happened for not it, it didn't happen actually i did something extraordinary for one of my clients omkar mm-hmm. it, you know last time we discussed about youtube outbound campaign with product feed and you said mm-hmm. that uh, you know the average cpa into 15 is should be your daily budget yeah and i actually did that for one of my clients did what i did it uh, so the first day uh, the, their average cpa was 95 dollars approximately mm-hmm. so i i made it a 1500 dollar per day budget on your on that youtube outbound campaign mm-hmm. the first day uh, the campaign spent 1500 no sales the second day campaign spent 1500 1300 sales 1300 sales yes wow almost like one x roas and the third day again i think was 1350 or 1400 and i have not seen the fourth day result and yet were they transactions or they were conversions transactions wow transactions yeah. nice so it was like uh, the the client's goal is 1.2x roas <laughs> it was hitting 1x i said nice. if you outbound can do this they... no actually what happens is uh, google doesn't do a good job at attributing conversions to youtube so yes. actually it's more than that like if you are yeah. getting 1x i think it's more than 2x yeah and we will see that because we are using wicked report as our source yeah. of truth Hmm. So wicked report would obviously so the clear attribution, yeah. and it's gonna be much more exciting than what I'm thinking it is right now. Yeah. So that YouTube was great. It really tip. works, but I yeah. think you have to give it more money and uh, like, yeah, you you just have to give it more money to learn and to filter audiences, and then it just do wonders. Yeah, and I think the timing was right. I told, I asked them that, hey, do you want to spend this kind of budget per day? do you want to trust my mm. instincts and they said uh, what is there to lose <laughs> let's do it and i said uh, the 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 good thing about the running at this time is that you you're running 50% off mm. promotion anyways so if you have to get sales through youtube ads and if you have to prove this model this is the best time to do it and yeah. thankfully they agreed and thankfully uh, it worked it worked so great awesome great is there any um, so for the clients uh, which have had great sales during promotion black friday cyber monday what's the plan ahead now how would you lower the expectations for them <laughs> i think all the clients all of our clients actually know that they will see a dip in conversions and everything because we have trained clients uh for that yeah uh, and right now our plan is just to just uh to do minor changes because next the christmas is coming so christmas is i think like 30 days right it's it's just 30 days so we yeah. uh, we are not making a lot of changes in the account and we are not like uh, we are not uh, doing anything uh, other than like black friday what we did for black friday we will do the same for like christmas I But yeah, I think I think right now we are actually planning for what we sh- should do after Christmas, because that's the, I think that's the make uh, make or break because that's the really tough part because your quarter four has over and and like Jan Feb it's the worst months for all of our clients because everything goes down and and yeah it, it's really difficult. Like we Wherever are actually the, preparing for that right yeah. now. The clients which have any sort of seasonality, especially the clients which are like bike stores, hmm. Jan, Feb, March, they would not see a lot of traction on their bike sales. <laughs> yeah. No, I think it's it's applicable for all the clients. Most yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, more or less. Yeah. There are some clients though, like for example, supplements and those hmm. kind of clients, which will see a better traction during Jan, Feb month. month because people take resolutions during this <laughs> in december and then yeah. they try to you know uh, get to better health during those mm. first uh, couple of or first three months so they might see a better traction this particular experiment on youtube ads happens to be for a supplement client so you know the stage was let's see set up right for them <laughs> yeah great uh, speaking of black friday cyber monday and the traction 
during and afterwards what's the should be the strategy during and after, afterwards i have an interesting uh, case of a client and and this client is selling on amazon as well so they have their shopify store and i think we have seen we, we have come across this before mm. at solutions it also and we had some 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 of the clients which were doing shopify uh, and they also had pretty good presence on amazon and shopify ob- would obviously suffer because if the prices match on amazon people are going to prefer buying on amazon yeah uh, it's very straightforward because mm. there they don't have to enter their credit card there they don't have to worry about returns uh, and in most cases there is no shipping cost and for this particular client onkar the case is that you know the product prices are same on amazon or on and on the website plus they're charging a 10 dollar shipping on the website and on amazon it's free mm. so you can imagine that it's very difficult for us to make it work for them on google ads yeah. because we, we can't com- compete on uh, on on amazon and the other thing that is happening is that amazon is going after their brand keywords so we mm. did a quarter by quarter analysis and it turns out that in last 5 6 quarters the search impression share on their brand keywords of amazon ads has gone up from 20% to almost 70% so that's how aggressively they are bidding on their brand keywords and when amazon is going after you with you know millions of billions of dollars in their cash pile you just can't compete with amazon hmm. so every time a sale like black friday or anything like that happens when the prices are discounted on the website and the prices are better than amazon the shopify wins and that's what happened during the black friday cyber monday their sales went up almost 7x the roas jumped 5x and it was just like you know we're just going north and north and then the client decided that, okay we have to do a promo on amazon as well <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of this case uh how would you how would you handle a scenario scenario like this where the prices are identical on the website and, and on amazon how would you, what would be your strategy hmm. in this case so, so i've not faced like i've i've faced this issue in the past but right now we don't have any clients who are doing this but i think one way to uh increase our customer retention is uh we can provide offers on the next order or else uh, we can use point Repeat systems orders. or reward, rewarding systems sorry okay. re, uh, we can use rewarding system so on a, on a on a purchase we can reward them some points and and in the next order they can redeem it so yes. that's how we can do it or else uh, we can create combos and we can discount it uh so but I don't know if that will work or not but I think if we can actually work can... when it can actually work for clients where repeat purchase or repeat customer rate is higher than anything mm. then above 30% probably is is going to work because yeah. if more and more people are coming and, and back and buying products from you especially for example supplements mm. if people have to buy supplements every month or every quarter for that matter uh, this uh, reward points or any loyalty Uh, you know effort would probably make it better on the shopify store than yes. amazon right because you can't run that kind of a loyalty program on amazon so this mm. could actually be a good strategy what was the other thought that you had sorry i interrupted you uh, so first was so sec so first was reward system second was uh, to build combos and discount it by little right. right let's say uh, you create If, if your average order value is like $40 create a combo of like 80 plus and just discount it because you are combining the products right uh for shipping it will it will not take sorry if you ship it separately then the shipping cost will increase but if you are right. shipping in combo uh, like in one packet so the shipping price will be this will be will be similar or slightly higher right so i think you there you can actually give some discount i think right. that will that will 
that will increase that customer help. retention. Yeah, that should help. But that should help. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't know what else can we do because I think in India most of the D two C brands they are also selling it uh, selling their uh, products on Amazon, right? right? And uh, in in other countries they are doing the same thing, but. I I don't think of any other strategy like uh I've seen boat I I will give a good example like boat it's a uh headphone they they cre- they make headphones so they are also headphones selling on speakers, Amazon the, the, yep, the headphones boat brand speakers. that also came on the appeared on uh, I think shark, shark tank india right yep hmm. oh one of the uh, founders was a shark yep so okay. yeah. uh, actually what they are doing right now is they are doing the same thing uh, so they create bundles they discount mm-hmm. it or okay. else uh, they try to give special special discount on uh, on their website on the website on, on their website and and on the repeat purchase okay. but i think in in western countries there is no like free delivery thing right yeah in india i think it's we are it's spoiled like amazon and flipkart have spoiled yep. us in india <laughs> yeah it's it's i think for for other brands uh, for western brands and and in australia and new zealand it's i'm it's digressing here but i want to tell you that in russia you don't have home delivery like if hmm. you want to order something online you have to go to a pickup point from where they have you have to pick up your products yeah i think so, companies have spoiled indians like I think Absolutely. they they did that because as an as Indians we don't have trust in these online companies and yeah. like online thing so I think they did that to build trust in us I think they will do it in future that they will just keep the parcel on our door front and they will just leave but I think it's yeah but I think in the states Amazon is doing free shipping on most products right as long as hmm. it's prime delivery yeah it's it's doing free delivery so i don't know but amazon still charges you for the shipping right and no amazon charge... does it free so, f- so i think for for the cust- uh, sorry not for the customer for the cli- uh, it charges the client right sorry not the client business owner i will say the sellers yeah sellers sorry sellers yeah, yeah. amazon yeah. sellers they charge amazon sellers for the shipping for packaging for warehouse so i think i think it's a fixed percentage that they charge yep and it's and actually is huge it's 20 or 30% yeah, huge yes so i think you can give a little discount on your website and you can compete with amazon then yeah well, that's the that's the thing that it's very difficult to convince them hmm. that amazon is winning when the prices are ident- identical on your website on and on amazon and there are so many factors that make amazon amazon win and amazon is not only winning because you are listed on amazon amazon is winning because uh, for select set of products or categories amazon is also doing google ads and mm-hmm. in this extreme case they are going after their brand keywords so when you, when you have when you are up against amazon like that you really have no choice but to discount prices on the website Yeah. Otherwise, you just can't win it, and we have we have shown them time and again that as as soon as the prices are lower than Amazon on the website, the website sales goes up through Google Ads and even Facebook Ads overall. Mm. The ROAS jumps, the sales jumps. So hopefully someday they will see the light. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I remembered one thing. I wanted to buy. I want to buy a Bluetooth headphone. It's like this wired headphone i i don't like it like it's it's wired and i have to stay here or if i want to go anywhere i have to like remove headphones so i was actually looking at both wireless headphones uh and they are doing an offer and we know it's it's not an offer it's just their mrp so i added the product to the cart and uh i was just looking at if there is any coupon or not there was no coupon right i uh i then went on the home screen and then both on on their both home page a uh, screen popped up and it it gave me like 6% discount code like hey please apply a 6% discount code on your checkout and you can just check out uh, check it out right now 
sorry you can just add the coupon code and you can just purchase it right now right. so i think it's a good strategy like if anyone like abandons the checkout just give a pop up give them like 5% discount and i think most of the customers they will purchase well that's a good that's that's a great uh, way of probably closing the sale yeah that hmm. you know that the prices are identical on amazon and the website and you know that if somebody has gone to the cart page and they're about to check out and then they google it or they go and check the prices on amazon and then they decide not to buy it from you mm. at that point that's the moment when you yeah. know tactically that this person is not going to buy from me and at that point you show up a pop up and say that hey here is the 10 dollar discount or 20 dollar discount that mm. at least counters the free shipping that they are getting on amazon right no but i think that will stop the person to go on google and search sorry go on amazon and search for the same product because if that person is interested in buying that product he will instantly buy if there is a coupon code available right. i think i think if the customer is more price centric then he will look or she will look on amazon but yeah most of our customers i think they just look at price and they want to buy it instantly so and it's it's really good strategy for all of the clients right because yeah. what most of the clients most of the clients do they send an email no one yep. checks email right instead of that just give a pop up of like uh 5% 10% like what yeah. you are doing on the email i think that will increase the conversion rates it, it would website. be a good test especially in this case i'm thinking and i'm going to discuss this with my team uh at tier 11 and mm. we're going to like brainstorm about this client and say that this could be a potential good uh, tactical way of countering that lost sales to amazon uh so whether or not that person is uh had i mean we we practically can't see whether that person is checking the prices on, and comparing on amazon or not yeah, but the moment they try and go back from or abandon the cart show mm. them that uh discounted price that way we are not giving it to everybody you yeah. are only giving it to the select set of uh, customers who would rather you know go and buy from amazon mm. uh so yeah thanks for uh, that's this is good good strategy man i uh, because we are uh, sometimes so thinking within the box we don't think of these ideas so great that we are thinking freely here and yeah. this is the uh, brains combined of combined you know intellect of solution set and tier 11 together which is probably going to crack this case so great awesome thanks omkar thanks for sharing that thought yeah awesome besides black friday cyber monday thing for this particular client we have another battle to fight and this battle is 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 a great case study in the making and i have talked about in parts before and i'm going to talk about in detail today probably we can discuss and think about what should be the strategy mm -hmm. so think about this there is group m like the big media house and then there are agencies like solution set and tier 11 Mm -hmm. performance highly performance driven agencies working for mid working with middle and small size businesses mostly right yeah uh, media agencies like group m and what was the other big agency markel uh, markel yeah markel hawas group for example all of those big media houses they work for big clients correct mm -hmm. and therefore if things are not that efficient or strategic or not campaigns are not that well optimized they still get to you know um, talk about top line numbers and probably not you know be judged on the performance as mm. closely as we are judged because in our case it's google ads make it or break it for our clients yep right if we fail their business fails Hmm. in their case in the case of group m or markel it's not the case yeah. it's like you know uh, google ads is one of the channels and uh, you know it, the business is not so reliant on google ads alone being that channel there are so many hmm. other things right so so many other ways of uh, you know getting uh, getting the word out getting the sales in so now picture this <laughs> a strategist or a media buyer 
or a specialist comes from uh, from a big firm like big media agency like group m joins as the marketing manager director of your client's business and your client's business is 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 like no longer a small small business it's now trying to break that uh, break those shackles and you know go to the next level become a medium or bigger size of a business right at that point this client is thinking of hey if i get this guy from group m group m which probably has done things for much bigger clients this person's insight and learning from those uh, big clients is going to help my business and therefore i can level up but then this client this this person comes on board and starts questioning things on your google ads campaign that uh you know the usual suspects are why are we doing performance max let's just mm-hmm. do brand campaign let's just do manual search campaign let's just do standard shopping campaign uh drop everything like you know uh, google ads let's do it the single keyword ad group way let's do it the way google ads was done 5 years ago or 10 years ago yeah how do you counter that kind of a situation how would you how would you handle that so <laughs> <laughs> i think in most of the cases we can't help it like we can't help the client like they will listen to the marketing consultant that they hired yes so but i don't know we we have to challenge the the person uh and and we have to show them data that hey what we are doing is correct but i think in the end still like we we can't we can't uh we can fight with fight with that customer uh fight with that sorry that marketing consultant uh and we had this issue in our uh, with our clients and in the most of the cases the client left after a marketing consultant It's a lost battle the, the moment yeah. that group m or merkle or a uh, avas group person comes on board the client yep. side hmm. the client is going to listen to them and not us yeah and that person is going to like try and find every single opportunity that it can to make you look bad yeah <laughs> so it's a it's a lost battle to start with and it's a i don't know i mean but but i'm going to actually come out of this victorious most likely <laughs> like we have had a, more than a month and we have defended ourselves i have defended myself and and this 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 person who has come on board the client end is mm. is 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 a is a complete idiot <laughs> let's let's put it that <laughs> i hope he is or she he or she is not watching this live i want him to watch this <laughs> and i want him to join me on a on a live stream like this and face our questions because he has asked at least 50 or more questions by now and all those 50 questions were so dumb so dumb mm-hmm. that even our interns at solutions it could yeah you know look at those questions and say that what the heck are you talking about <laughs> what the heck are you <laughs> really so what happens with these big big agencies right they they have like millions of dollars in ad spend Yeah. If you if you throw millions of dollars something will come out of that. Exactly. Right? Yeah, just like beautiful example. You you give 15x of your average CPA to YouTube ads, it's going to turn things around. Yeah. The same model can be applied but not every client has that kind of a budget, right? Mm-hmm. so with with small clients we have to be strategic like where we have we are spending money and what we are doing with that money but yeah i i i i don't know like from those big agencies i will not okay i i think it's uh i will not okay fuck it i i will share it so uh good <laughs> no they need to be so, called out onkar they yeah. need to be called out so what happens like we have hired some people from like big agencies yeah and i don't know they don't know google ads they just know how to create campaigns and just to do management stuff how to create reports yeah how to create reports. how to create and how to read presentations. presentations that's all <laughs> how to create powerpoint presentations 
<laughs> and that's all the doing. most interesting thing how to create media plans <laughs> <laughs> i i still don't know i'm i'm working in google ads for like 2 uh, two years and i still don't know how people create media plans like how can you say that in next 2 years i will spend this much and will get you this much revenue and this many conversions i'll tell you here is what happened on the the on the last call last we have a biweekly call with this client on the last biweekly call just before the black friday uh, cyber monday campaign what's to kick off he says that you all are doing great job but uh, no he never says that sorry i'm making this up he never says that you all are doing a great job so he says that what is the media plan for black friday cyber monday yeah plan <laughs> and the strategist on the account goes on to defend that why do we even need the media plan and i try to chime in and tell him that you know the and the client is obviously taking the side of this that mm. that marketing guy right the the group m marketing manager and uh, they are like saying oh we we should see some we definitely should see uh, we should have media plan because it can give us some perspective so i took like literally 15 minutes to prepare a media plan while on the call and while the strategist was discussing about facebook ads i prepared this media plan and 15 minutes later i was when my turn came i was showing this media plan to to them and said that here is the media plan you were asking for by the way you would have taken two sweet weeks to prepare this for at group m for your own clients but here it is ready in 15 minutes and on that media plan uh, i simply said that here is the last 90 days average spend we are going to spend 50% more during black friday cyber monday so here is your spend here is your clicks number of clicks that you will get cpc cpa roas sales everything projected from that and then i said and, and somewhere in between and this has been the constant uh, uh, you know repetitive idea that he has and the only idea that he has is that you know we are getting good sales from brand campaigns but what about non brand campaigns we should create a non brand keyword campaign we should uh, create a competitor keywords campaign that's the only thing he knows is google ads but he doesn't see that there is performance max which is doing the prospecting and it's the largest spending campaign and it's the largest sales uh, grabbing campaign he doesn't see that so he again repeated that how do i uh, why like what's the plan for non brand campaigns what's the plan for competitor ads campaigns and in my media plan i had projected that last time the non brand keywords campaign ran ran the roas was 16% which is 1/10th of your average roas so do you really want to run a non brand keyword campaign because during the black friday you might get double the roas which is still 0.3 32% do you want to spend like a dollar and get 32 cents back can you give us $5000 for this black friday cyber monday campaign and they say okay we'll think about it and let you know one day later you know what i get in slack this person mm-hmm. says that I spoke to my legal team and they said that we should not do a competitor keywords campaign so let's just stick to the brand campaign. <laughs> What the heck? Why don't you say that the client backed out on this particular thing that he, they didn't want to spend looking at the ROAS projections. Mm. So that 15 minutes spent on preparing the media plan while on the call helped. And I think sometimes You you need to turn the tables around on on these big media yeah. agency guys, mm-hmm. and show them the uh, show them. You know, we actually know Google Ads, and you are full of crap. <laughs> okay, great. So we have some questions here. One from Mahin. I don't know. Uh, let's let's put up some questions now. Hey guys, sorry, um, we didn't take questions, and you can start dropping questions now. We were talking about. black friday cyber monday recap strategy beyond black friday and like you just heard we were talking about you know how to deal with these morons from group m from uh, merkle uh, the merkle morons group m morons how much group morons who do not know google ads have little idea about google ads and they pretend to be uh, uh, you know acting like they have this figured out and they are going to question you on what you're doing 
you know, this guy interestingly also said that, you know, he has written a search Bible, which Group M in Pakistan still uses. And I said, okay, <laughs> search Bible. <laughs> All right. So, um, okay, let's, let's get back to the questions here. I'm in full control of a client's account. Great job, Mahin. And he has previously set up a campaign in which he combined standard search and DSA into one campaign. This is a great question. There is a second part to it. Both of their ads have performed well over the past two weeks. Should I separate them into different campaigns or leave them alone? Great question, Mahin, first of all. I don't think we have discussed this before. So go ahead, Omkar. Hmm. What would, you, would be your suggestion for this? Yeah. So generally, our SOPs are different for like uh, for, for search campaigns. So generally, we separate out search campaigns and DSAs. Because we have seen the conversion rates are different, first of all. Second is uh, the average CPCs are different. So I believe DSA campaigns, they have higher CPCs uh, than the search campaigns. So it's uh, I think it's a good, uh, good SOP or, or a good thing to separate out these two campaigns. So you can get more control. And then what you can do is uh, like with the standard search campaign, you can create like three ad groups. You can test broad phrase and exact and uh, your DSA campaign is running separately. So from there you can find or find keywords which are performing and then you can put those in, in the standard search campaigns. Yeah, I would also separate this out. And if you only have two weeks data, this is probably too early to call the DSA campaign a winner or a loser. Yep. It might be different for the standard search campaign. So while you don't have a decisive winner or a loser, separate it out so that you would absolutely know which one is winning, which one is not. Hmm. Great. Awesome. And then we have, okay, some emojis from, <laughs> from Amin. Great job. Okay. If you all have more questions, please drop it here. Otherwise, we're going to pick up another topic, which is the Google Ads reps. I know, you know, uh, the last time we did our What's Working Now call, uh, you know, this kind of a live stream at tier 11, Nick said that, hey, guys, let's not do Google bashing. I said, okay, we'll not talk about Google. And so, let's not. So in Solutions 8, we also decided the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's, I don't know. Uh, I can't reveal it. But, yeah, we have decided that we will not bash Google, Google Ads that. reps. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So. But, but. See, the thing is that it's it's the elephant in the room. Hmm. And the elephant is somehow becoming bigger. <laughs> right? <laughs> Talk about reps, please. So <laughs> here, is the, here is the proof that we need to talk about this. Someone has to bell the cat. Okay. So we, we have to talk about it. And here is the positive way to talk about it. So what I'm thinking is that I've done... Like I've done one batch where I have trained Google Ads specialists. I'm doing the second mm -hmm. batch where I'm also training uh, Google Ads specialists to go to the next level. What I'm thinking I should be doing the third batch where I would be like inviting the advertisers, the clients to come on a, not a one month or 30 days kind of a setup, like, you know, maybe for a week. And in that one week, one hour every day, what I'm going to, discuss is how do you get the best out of your Google ads reps, yep. not bash them, mm. but you know that the problem is real. So what Google ads reps were doing is they were chasing the agencies and anybody who appeared in the change history, they had their contact details. They would mm. reach out to that person and say that, Hey, can we set up a call with you and, you know, make you do the, apply the recommendations. We, like everybody, almost everybody uh, who knows Google Ads fairly well, they they called out their um, you know agenda, and nobody, no people would have gone on some calls, but they soon figured out that all they had to share or do is give you that you know go increase the budget, apply the recommendations. So agencies and consultants and uh, and whoever is working with clients, they are avoiding those Google Ads steps. But they have targets to achieve. They have incentives to earn. And therefore, they have started going after the clients. 
and saying that, mm. you know, um, you know, you should do this, you should do that, and you should not listen to your agency. And in worst case, they are also telling clients that you should fire your agency. That's what the search engine, search engine journal article said, right? So when you have a situation like this, I think the clients need to be educated enough. They need to be told where the Google Ads reps are coming from and why a lot of what's, what they say is not going to help you. Hmm. This is probably the only defense we have, yeah. right? We have to educate the clients and this is good for them. This is good for us. And this is good for the Google ads reps as well. We have to tell the educate our clients and say, tell them that even if they are on the side of the Google and they have the first find knowledge of what's happening on Google ads uh, from Google's uh, team itself, they may not necessarily be giving you the best advice because almost all of them have never built or run campaigns for real clients, which is what your agencies do, which is why you pay to agencies, which is why you come to agencies. Because it's not just the ball breaks your business uh, in advertising. It's these are things beyond Google ads as well. And even within the Google ads, like, you know, the agencies who are working with various different kinds of clients, they know the, they know what's going to work, what's not going to work. And in most cases, unless the agencies are, they don't really don't know what they're doing and therefore they should not be in business or they are a group or a Merkel or Hawass group for that matter. <laughs> you know, in those cases, they will probably uh, not know what exactly is best for you. But when you come to an agency like Solutions 8 or Tier 11, you really have the best possible hands managing your campaigns. And in, when, when, when you have an agency like Solution Set or Tier 11, uh, you really need to make an informed decision about whether or not what Google Ads reps are saying makes sense or not. And therefore, this education must be given to these prospective uh, or existing clients and business owners. Because trust me, I have seen I have seen accounts where Google Ads reps called the sorts and they mm. messed everything up. The last time I, I looked at an account which had 110 performance max campaigns and it was an absolute mess. Like there was no method, only madness. Mm. And after burning millions of millions in ad spent, this client finally decided that, okay, what Google ads reps are telling him are just not going to work. Yeah. When it worked, it was not actually there, uh, what they said. It was actually the market dynamics that made it work. It was the mm -hmm. product. They had the, uh, the market going for it. But when the market dynamics fizzled out uh, against their business, uh, you know, market was changed, the campaigns started underperforming. And the Google ads reps in panic, they asked him to create campaigns over campaigns over campaigns, performance max this, performance max that, without audience signal, with audience signal, <laughs> with asset, without asset, a lot of things were tried and nothing worked. Yeah. So I think, I think this information, this education is, I, I think it's badly needed for our clients. It's time someone has to, and it's, it's in the interest of the agencies and experts to say that, hey, yeah. we, we need to tell you uh, what we do. I think Solution Set and Tier 11 agencies like us do a very good job of telling our clients what we are doing for them. And this is why we are different from an agency like uh, Group M or Merkel or Hawass Group or any big media house you talk about. We don't hide things. We, we try and educate, but I think we need to do a lot more to educate our clients. Yep. And therefore, that which I'm thinking about is going to be a five-day workshop, one hour every day. And I mean, do you want to come on board and yeah, um, we can really, oh. it will be helpful for clients. Yep. Awesome. <clears throat> then uh, yep. we'll pick 20, 30 of them, get <clears throat> them on a zoom call, uh, record it and discuss, brainstorm with them. Like <clears throat> small businesses, startups, Shopify sellers, whoever they are in their situation, uh, what kind of questions or suggestions or ideas they should expect from Google Ads reps and what should be actually done. 
and not just Google Ads reps, there are a bunch of agencies out there who do not know Google Ads. <laughs> Right. Like how many agencies do you know who create duplicate conversions and do not know about dynamic remarketing? Yep. Simple mm. things like that, right? Yeah, so I think not just Google Ads reps, I think the clients need to be educated about uh, how to, you know, how to know if this agency is going to help you or if this agency mm. knows Google Ads in the first place. So, you know, that education, uh, five days with 20, 30 odd folks uh, mm. who are business owners, uh, it's, it's, it's going to be a discussion you know, brainstorming like I always do. And once we do that, we're going to release these recordings there on YouTube or on, on a platform like Teachable. And we'll try and educate more and more of business owners to see the, to help them see the light and yep. make, an, make an informed decision. Okay. We have some, some more questions here, Omkar. Walid has a question. So you are on board, right, Omkar? Yep, yep. Yeah, let's, let's do awesome. it. Let's do this. So I think uh, as early as probably, uh, you know, we should do, do this in December before the year ends, mm. right? And prepare yeah. them for the next year. Mm. So uh, I'm going to make an announcement on LinkedIn and probably we can do a video uh, together to make the announcement and say that what we're going to cover. From your end, if you have some ideas, uh, like how, what we need to tell them, how they need to be educated and how we can help them see the light, please prepare on your end. I will also prepare on my end and let's do this. I think yeah. uh, five hours of uh, workshop Actually, should help. Yeah, th this course that we are planning, I think that will help the clients in three ways. First is if they are really small, they can yeah. run their own ads, let's say. And, and then second is they will know how to find the right agency for them. And right. third thing is what cautions they should ask the uh, agencies. Yes. Right. So I think, yeah, it will help the clients. Uh, in, in these three ways yeah yeah and it's it's and really think, helpful yeah yeah it's very helpful and and the thing is that uh not everybody needs to go really deep into google ads world like we do mm. like once they reach that level where yeah. they need the like real good uh experts who can take things to the next level at that point they can hire an agency like solution set or tier 11 yeah. but until that they reach that level there has to be a safe blueprint which they can mm. run with and there has to be enough knowledge about how Google Ads works, what, how it needs to be approached, and what needs to be done, what, and what, not, what should not be done. That's the super important thing. What should not be done. And what you should not listen to. <laughs> mm. And how you should call out the, you know, you know let's call it propaganda. Let's yeah. call it the sales pitch. How you can mm. counter that propaganda or sales pitch which can actually hurt your business both in short run and in long run. And I think that's, that's going to be super, super helpful to everybody. Okay. Awesome. Let's do this. So um, back to Walid's question here on the screen. Hi, new clients, especially marketing managers from multinational or national companies to ask for media plan <laughs> yeah, because that's what they're trained on. That's what they have been doing all their freaking life. Yeah. That's the, that's the thing they hide behind media plans and PowerPoint presentations. So, Walid, <laughs> so I, 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 I feel your pain. <laughs> All right, let's do the next, uh, what, what, what Walid is saying next. My guess, in order to justify high page, they need some assurance for sales conversions from an agency media buyer. I think three months plans are much better than creating long-term media plans. Your take? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, we are not against plans. And I'm personally not against plans. You definitely need to have some sort of a plan. Yeah. But not uh, every month you need to make media, media plans, right? Mm. Not for every campaign you need to make media plans. Yeah. When you have numbers dialed in, like for, for example, in this case of this client, we were sending them weekly reports, MER reports. Like you have all the weekly numbers dialed in. And we have explained to you that the when the prices are comparatively lower than Amazon, your Google Ads campaigns win or your Shopify stores win. Shopify store sales wins. If you know that, then reduce the amount and give us more budget, we will scale it. Mm -hmm. As long as we see the positive ROAS, we'll keep spending. The point where we don't see the positive ROAS, we'll stop spending, correct? So that's the media plan. Like what else do you need? How many clicks? How much is the CTR? What is the 
average cpc none of i like all of, all of that is noise yeah i think santosh uh, big agencies do media plan because they are doing uh, programmatic advertising there there is no performance right i think that's why they do media plan like in google ads you see performance we exactly. the agencies we are performance driven agencies so we look at performance each month each week and yeah. we decide what should we do next week for next month right but yes. these big agencies they do performance marketing they just show ads and they uh, their kpis are impressions clicks and ctr that's exactly. their kpis and, and someone needs to explain this to our to our clients that hey just yeah. because you have hired some big shot from group m or merkel or any big media house doesn't really mean that they know their they know what yeah. they're talking about their millions of dollars campaigns template does not apply to your business mm-hmm. because you're not doing programmatic buying you're not doing all those fancy campaigns top of the funnel your business is your bread and butter and it relies on <laughs> every day your campaign meeting those ROAS yeah. goals, mm. right? So, you know, I think for for SMBs, I think the KPI should be conversion rate, LTV, CAC, and new customers. Yes. Yeah, right. If you are looking at impressions, clicks, and click through rate, or any other vanity metrics, then yeah, you are not. I am saying that LTV and CAC is next level thing for them. <laughs> at least start looking at the ROAS first. Yeah. start there mm-hmm. that's the that's the real truth for most businesses at least start yeah. looking at roas we when we're talking about roas being a vanity metric and ltv and cac being your uh, real metrics that's like next level thing next level thing <laughs> yeah we have actually moved on from roas i know like we I don't know. look I, at roas now i totally get that but yeah. what is my impression share the industry average is 80% why are we not getting 80% impression share on all campaigns so we don't have to be in front of 80% we just have to be in front of 10% people who are converting exactly. who are most likely to convert this moron actually took a screenshot of all campaign impression share and asked me a question on slack i have the screenshot and i'll share some day that why is our all campaign impression share less than 20% the industry average is 80% i said genius if we get you 80% impression share on your performance max on your display dynamic remarketing or your dynamic search ads and and on your brand and other campaigns do you know how much money would you spend and do you know the kind of roas you can expect like do you even know what you're talking about <laughs> yeah. i like i'm sorry i'm i'm but it has to go out of my system Hmm. and it has got up my system and it has to be a lesson that you can have this kind of morons to work with hmm. and quitting is not the option like the simplest thing for you to do is quit no don't quit call them call their lies out call their hmm. inexperience call their lack of knowledge out and it's what i'm talking about the the client the case study i'm talking about is an ongoing case study and i will keep sharing more and more about it as we progress all right so um walid has one more thing uh, one more comment suggestion also add offer creation module in your course training as it's the offer that helps convert the customer when advertising platform provide a good user yeah the offer matters like mm. how good your ads and uh, keywords and targeting and bid strategy and campaign structure is is not going to work unless you have a compelling competitive offer yeah like, it's not about the offer as well it's about the price like which is part of the offer right so yeah. what you're doing mm. out with uh, you know mm. what you're saying yeah. in the ad the promises that you are making in the ad the promises that you are going to keep on the landing pages mm. uh that's the offer so if your offer is not good enough to you know counter at least 5 to 10 folks who are already bidding against you on google ads you are not going to win the battle you're going to lose out so valid thanks for pointing that out absolutely it is super super important
great uh, i don't think we are getting questions and we have had lot of you want to add any anything onkar towards the end no i think i think yeah we are sorted i think uh, santosh last uh, on last live we decided that we will like we will dis- discuss on like creating a discord channel so let, oh, let's yeah. work on that yeah yeah, yeah think, let's do that let's do that yep yeah. hmm blame the black friday cyber monday crazy week <laughs> so i just didn't get time in fact yep. i had to cancel the three days classes i think we didn't do classes on wednesday thursday and friday hmm. but we're going to do that uh, and i next. think you can also request the students to come on these lives and ask like really smart questions <laughs> i know i know right so but the thing is that when last couple of weeks they were seeing my face monday to <laughs> friday and some some in some cases saturday also and so by the time the live happened they were already tired of seeing me or listening to me <laughs> no i think they can ask smart questions like it will be fun like they can ask anything it's not related to google ads yeah just ask anything anything related to marketing anything Good. related to learning or anything it can be anything by the way are you by any chance interested in coming in that 2 to 3 pm session or is that too much uh, to ask i don't know i can i can on some day like just on some day yes. on some yep. day not not every day hmm. um yeah on some day you can come and share something uh, otherwise i think what i'm going to do is i'm going to restrict it to four or five days maximum in a week and saturday everybody has to like the entire batch has to come on the live yeah okay awesome uh, we have already done an hour and 10 minutes thank you so much yep. everybody I hope you got some value out of it. I know I screamed a lot about <laughs> so many things but I think there is learning uh the the experience I'm going through and trust me uh this is something I have not seen in my 12 13 years of career so it's if it's new to me these learnings are definitely going to help you. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Thanks thanks Omkar thanks everybody. Thank See you. you next Saturday. Thanks. Bye.